created live on Fireside. So what do you guys want to talk about? Today I figured I'd come on here and just freestyle it basically and talk about anything fitness and sports related. What am I going to do next now that I completed my 59th marathon, which is the OC Marathon this past Sunday? Here's the bling bling for it. I'm not registered for anything else. And I know some people are already asking what's next for you. So I thought it'd be a great opportunity just to come up here and see what everybody wants to talk about. So what do you guys want to talk about? See what I want to talk about. I usually have a theme or something like that. This morning, I started off my morning. I was lazy, didn't want to wake up to go run. Don't really have anything in specific to train. I know David Goggins would be looking down on me and in shame. But I got up and I went and I did yoga in the park with the same running group, the Azusa Pacers. And that was really actually relaxing and what I needed. Technically, I'm still recovering. It says it could take you maybe two weeks to a month to recover properly from a marathon. You get microscopic tears in your muscle fiber, in your muscles. And you might even think, hey, you're fully recovered. The yoga felt great. You can have the sun beaming on you through the shade of the trees and so many birds chirping. Not too much traffic at that time. It was early in the morning. They had a couple sessions and I did the first one. Felt really good. Was reminded of some stretches that I knew and that I had forgotten about. So I'm definitely going to incorporate them into my workouts uh, as well as when I do mobility and stretching. Be sure to stick around. I'm going to be doing my first giveaway on the show. Not today, but it's going to be on May 23rd at 11 in the morning Pacific time zone when I have the one and only Dean Carnassus, the ultra, ultra running man, ultra man as he's known. This has been maybe about a year and a half of me trying to work with him, his schedule. He's always flying around the world, running basically everywhere. And finally, after about a year and a half reading his book, he will be on the show. And I'm looking forward to talking to him again. I had the opportunity to meet him a few times now. But this, as far as the podcast and the growth, I'm very excited for this. He's a big name in the running world and the endurance world. And he's been pretty much everywhere, 60 Minutes, history channel so looking forward to that Stick around i'll let you know how you have a chance to win the book getting back to the lab getting back to going back to the drawing board after my last performance at oc marathon getting more and more in touch with my body the more i work out i know where my weaknesses are i know where i need to get stronger i know what i need to work on now it's just about finding the discipline and putting all the excuses away and getting to it until I actually register for something. Like I said, everything's up in there, but there are a few things I'm eyeballing. And the first one, everybody's going to be like, what? It's not running. And that's right. It's not running. The one that I am have my eye on right now, it's in August. And don't worry, I'll be doing a whole show on it more, breaking it down. The Nike three-on-three basketball tournament is finally returning since the pandemic. I have not competed in it. I did it like maybe two, three years in a row prior to that. And they announced that it was going to come back and they never brought it back last year. And now finally they're bringing it back. I know because I received the email, but as far as like their 
social media. They still haven't announced it, which I do feel it's a bit odd, but I'm looking forward to that. So I need to shift my training a little bit and focus more on basketball because I want to be in game shape. And playing in the tournament is pretty much like way different than playing on the street. Everyone is pretty much making an effort every play. So it's a lot more physical and it's a lot more demanding and taxing on your body. That's why I want to be ready. I can't believe I'm going to reach 60 marathons. And I, I'm thinking, do I want to do something special for 60? The ones that I've had in my mind since 2019, when I got to complete it for the first time, is to go back to Lake Tahoe and do the Lake Tahoe Triple. That way I could get my 60th marathon, my 61st, and my 62nd, which really I'll be happy if I hit my 60th marathon this year. So we'll see what happens. That's in October. And besides that, one of my other passions is jujitsu. And it's been a long time, pandemic, injuries, getting bit by a dog just out of the blue. I haven't been on the jujitsu mats for quite some time. The comeback is coming. And I'm looking to get back on the mats and competition ready, get into some competition before the year ends. Sooner than later. Another big milestone is that this is episode 192 of Athletic Definition, and I am closing in on episode 200. I was new to this. It'll be my second year on May 28th, the first time I went live here on Fireside. Back then, it was just sound, vocals, audio, and there was no video. Since then, my growth as far as podcasting, go back and check out some of my past episodes. I really sucked. Good thing is I had some a lot of guests come on and they made me feel more comfortable and some of them made me feel more nervous, but it's been a great experience for me. Basically, I'm trying to, now that I've been doing it for a while, for me, I think a good goal for now is to hit 100 episodes per year and I'm basing it based on the anniversary, not from beginning of year to end of year. If I hit 200 episodes, I'll be very happy. If I hit more than that, it'll, it'll be even better because then I'm pacing well for upcoming. Wow, I can't believe it. 200 episodes already. It's remarkable, especially when I first started it. I always had the idea in the back of my head and I didn't really know what I was getting into. I think like most things that maybe you end up liking or you don't like, you don't really know what you're getting into, but you have to try to figure out if you do like it or you don't. It's funny because there's a few things that I ended up loving that in the beginning, I didn't think I liked it or didn't enjoy it. And for example, jujitsu for a long time, I didn't enjoy getting tapped out continuously day after day, after day, after day, month, after month, after month, after month. And then one day you get a submission on somebody and you realize, wow, I'm learning something because you didn't, it, your body just from repetition and time on the mat, it just did it. That's when you start realizing I'm, I'm progressing. I'm, I'm getting better, but it takes, it takes someone who does not have a big ego or can humble their ego to be able to go and train and continuously get beat because there's always someone better than you. And anytime you roll with a higher belt, which to me, blue belt, everybody is a higher belt. You're going to get tapped and looking forward to getting back. I'm just excited for it. A lot of big things to come to where what may 
getting close to halfway through the year. I know a lot of people basically already filled with their New Year's resolution, but this is a great time. The second half of the year, how are you going to close it out? You could get started now. That way, by the time June hits here and you can be in the full swing of getting your mojo or giving ending the year strong. I always love to end everything strong. And that's why for this up, up until May 28th, I'm going to try and end it strong, reach the 200 episodes. As I was talking about the podcasting, I, I recently found out that 90% of all podcasts don't go beyond three episodes. And of the 10% that do go past three episodes, 90% of them fail to go beyond 20 episodes. So the fact that today is 192 episodes, meaning that if you were to make 21 podcasts or more, you would be in the 90% of all podcasts in as far as history of, actually, I wrote down the note. Let me, let me give it to you percentage. But basically, you would be in the top percentile of all podcasters in history. Who would have thought? I just really wanted to motivate and inspire people to start working out, be active, bring them different ideas, things that they haven't thought about different conversations with different athletes. Maybe you're really into basketball, but you're not really stretching or doing some strength and conditioning, and that could be what you're missing or prevent you from getting injured. Throughout working at different gyms and all the different training I've done, I've got to meet a lot of good instructors, teachers, and different uh, working out regiments and, and type of training, and it's been great. And from that, I think is one of the reasons why I've been injury free for what seventeen years. Yes, I've I've gotten stitches. Yes, I, you know, I got bit by a dog. But I'm talking injury free, where I actually had to. It took me out. It took me out. But injury where it was caused by like a ligament, a muscle, or actually during the performance or the competition. That I have not been injured, and I think a lot of it is just because of what I've learned and added to working out. It's not always going to be perfect. You're more than welcome to follow along and see the journey. I see Edward joining. Thank you for joining. Besides that, I was looking at a, always different fitness stuff. And it says that more than half of fitness influence, influencers are push over sexualizing and pushing unhealthy body standards. A new study finds. A study found that 59% of all fitness influencers show harmful content influencers portray unrealistic body standards and are over sexualized and so here you don't have to worry about this everything is for entertainment purposes only and yes you do want some personal training you can feel free to reach out to me but everything i'm saying is something that has worked for me it may not work for you now or it may not work for you at all but i'm just sharing my experiences and all the different arts and philosophies and training that i've done and hopefully some of it will work for you as well. Besides my physical achievements that I wanna reach as far as competition, basketball, completing my 60th marathon and beyond, I just wanna keep working on my podcast. This is now one of my crafts, keep getting better as a podcaster. I feel like if I was grading it in a jujitsu belt, in jujitsu there's only really five belts. You got your white, your blue, your purple, your brown and your black. I would say right now, close to 200 episodes, I got a couple stripes on my white belt. I'm getting closer to becoming a blue belt, but I'm not quite there yet. Maybe when I hit 200, I would be deserving of it a, a bit, but I'm not quite there yet. But 
going back and checking out some of my past episodes to now, it's night and day. So thank everybody for who's been supporting and following the show and, and listening. I see people over 70 countries and all 50 states. So thank you, everybody. Besides that, we got NBA playoffs going on. We have the Lakers versus Denver in the Western Conference Finals. Looking forward to that. Since I live in California, Los Angeles, you know who I'm rooting for. Let's go L.A. all day. And after that, Miami has already advanced, which I have been to Miami and I loved it. They're awaiting the winner of the 76ers versus Boston Celtics. That is today at 1230, like in about 25 minutes. And whoever wins that will advance to the Eastern Conference Final. I personally think that it is going to be a rematch of the bubble, which will be the Lakers versus Miami. And that would be very good, I guess, for both teams. I don't think either one got the the props that they deserved during the bubble. I think it actually might be tougher to play in the bubble. The home court advantage basically means nothing because what's the big deal? You're like, there's no fans to cheering you on, making noise to disturb you. That would be more difficult to what the Lakers and Miami had to do to basically make it all the way to the finals and win it than having support. This is the thing about Fireside. Fireside is a new interactive platform. So people can watch you on, let's say, an iPad or on a TV, and then they can react with emojis. That is very cool. I can see someone on the web reacting. They thought the home home advantage to the playoffs basically... You know, it, it means nothing, but mentally that makes it tougher as well because showing up to an arena where people are going to watch you perform or compete can be nerve wracking. But then showing up and hearing silence and week after week, game after game, that's got to be tough because, you know, the, the crowd gets you into it, your, your cheering section and all that, that's not there. So we'll see what, ha- what happens. I'm looking forward to that. Also, NFL, before you know it, will be around the corners at the NFL draft. And I do have a an exclusive show here live on Fireside called The Football Examiner. And I talk just NFL. I don't know anybody that goes to, like, the draft has changed so much. And now people show up and they show up outside of the stadium just to watch the draft. I'm in a huge NFL fan, but I'm not that where I'm going to go and take time out of my day to just go watch the draft outside of let's say, uh, I don't know, some sort of field. That is, to me, insane. But some people are fanatics and whatever floats your boat, go for it. What I do like is NFL now is on YouTube. So to me, that makes it very convenient because a lot of times, especially on Sundays, I'm on the road, went to a marathon or doing something active and having the ability to watch the NFL games on your phone, on your iPad, it makes it so much more convenient, especially if you play fantasy football, which if you like fantasy football or NFT fantasy football, which I got into last year, or NFL, be sure to follow me here on Fireside so you can be alerted when I do the Football Examiner show. Besides that, I have some good guests coming up in the next couple of weeks. On Friday the, at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time zone, I have Maury. He does brainwave entrainment, and some people are like, what is brainwave entrainment? Let me see if I could explain it in a simple way. It is like when you are in your car and you hear a certain song and all of a sudden your foot starts moving uh, to the rhythm of it. It's because you've been kind of 
brainwave hasn't trained you to do that rhythm or every time you hear that song you start dancing that's like a an easy way to explain it but we're going to talk about how you can use that for sports performance and peak performance as well and then also as i mentioned dean carnassus who you've seen him on the history channel which is what is that show called uh, unbelievable or i've seen i've seen i can't i can't remember the name of the show but he's been on 60 minutes I think he's ran Badwater 10 times. Can't remember how many times he's won it. 50 marathons in 50 days in all 50 states. On and on and on. He's a, a legend in the running world. The ultra marathon man, Dean Carnassus. And this is his latest book, the A Runner's High. I'm going to be giving it away live when he joins me on Tuesday, May 23rd, 11 in the morning. If you would like a chance to win the book, your best chance of winning the book is by being here live in the audience here on Fireside. And I will be, well, I'm not sure still what I'm going to do, but I'm either going to be just selecting someone randomly or maybe a trivia question. But your best chance of winning the book, A Runner's High, is by joining me live on May 23rd at 11 in the morning with my guest, Dean Carnassus. We're going to be talking about his book. Great book. I read it. And of course, I'm going to have some questions for him as well. We're going to have a great conversation. I know he does a lot of media and a lot of podcasts. And I've had some guests, you know, in the past that I know have done a lot of interviews. Steve Cotter, Steve Maxwell, pioneers in the game and fitness and kettlebell and, you know, martial arts. So I purposely try to watch because I enjoy it and I'm, into you know what they've achieved and i love to learn because success leaves clues so i love to learn and so i'm always paying attention to like what they do i also don't want to repeat the same common questions over and over because i'm sure they've been hearing it for like 20 30 years just like i have you know you hear the same comments you hear the same questions so i i really brush up on everything. And when they come, I like to hit them with completely different questions, something new, something fun, entertaining for everybody. Be sure to join me on that. In between that, I'll be doing shows. I have another show on here called Drunks that's co-hosted with my friend Ty. And that one is about what else? Fitness. It's called Drunks with an emphasis on run. When you do a half marathon or a marathon, they, there's a beer garden at the end to celebrate your accomplishment. And I believe in balance. You know how I was talking about the news and the fitness influencers and how they're over-sexualizing everything and they have unrealistic body standards. Well, me, I believe more in balance. Life is about balance. You know, you got wife, you got kids, you got job, responsibilities, everything you got to do. Some people are just so strict that they won't eat any sort of, depending on what you want to do. And hey, if there's money involved, if you're a professional, that's a whole different story. But if you're just a the average person on the weekend trying to enjoy it. I really don't see there's nothing wrong with having a beer or that piece of cake or that pan dulce, whatever it is that floats your boat, go ahead and have it. I've met people and know people that just wouldn't like, they didn't touch alcohol and I'm not saying if they did or didn't, it would change the performance, but it was so strict and to me almost not fun. The less fun it is, the less you don't enjoy it. In the long run, you won't keep doing it over and over. You got to make it a lifestyle. If it's so rigid, then I don't personally think that you're going to be able to keep it up maybe for a few years, but 
just for example, running now 17 years straight, running a marathon at least once, multiple or 12 or 13 in one year. And you're just not going to be able to keep, I'm talking longevity. Steve Maxwell, who's now 70, he was talking about he's playing for the long game, being able to still work out. He's still doing jujitsu at age 70. He's still flying around the world and teaching people, being mobile. Yesterday, I saw a guy who was having a hard time getting out of his car. And my thoughts were like, one, I felt sorry for the guy, and we just drove by really quick. So I didn't have a chance to stop and say, hey, can I help you? Or you need some assistance. But really, I think that a lot of people think it's all fun and games until you get older. And then you need a cane at a really what you would consider young age or a walker or you can't get up from the bathroom because you need a rail and a lot of those things are preventable and all you got to do is just be active and i'm not saying oh you have to be a runner you have to run marathons no find whatever you enjoy whether it's basketball yoga swimming you know triathlons golf anything that that gets you going that you have passion games are great but i also enjoy things and i think that you should incorporate if you don't if you're only going to gym you should incorporate some sort of outdoor activity at least once a week get some fresh air get some sun you know gyms they're great it's geez all, all the years training jiu-jitsu we trained once outdoors maybe three times jiu-jitsu on the beach we took mats but besides that you know, you want to you want to get out there as much as possible. Switch it up. The variety will, will also. I'm looking at the comments here. You're right there. Got to keep moving. Yeah, the, I know the saying is so corny, uh, move it or lose it. But really, that's the truth. If you don't use a certain part of your body, you're going to lose it. It's going to become weaker through all the running, through everything I've done. I realized my feet. And it took me so long to realize that my feet were weak because I'm not really using them. And I'm, people are like, but you play basketball and you're doing jujitsu and you're running. But my shoes, they're like cast. They're, I'm not really using them. I'm not really contacting my feet with the ground or anything like that. I'm not stretching the big toes. So that's what I started doing. And it's really changed everything. I feel that my longevity, that one of my goals is to reach 100 marathons and because i've changed the way i train that is more realistic i feel great six days removed from the marathon i feel good and now i'm just gonna work on being able to everything i do just one one percent better every day one percent better every day and it'll add up and some years some so much going on you know your job hunting when you're job hunting or you're stressed out, you're about to graduate, you could put physical activity in the background, but just don't make it so difficult to come back. The longer you take time off, the harder it is to come back over and over and over again. I'll be doing a show because most people, when they reach the level of blue belt in jujitsu, they quit, they don't continue. And the pandemic happened, right? I had received my blue belt, the pandemic happened, and and I was feeling like I was really, really in a good place, and I was learning, and I was absorbing things, and I felt, oh, soon, you know, I just got my blue aspirations of getting my purple, and most people quit. I went back after the pandemic, here and there, and I had my uh, Cadillac converter stolen, so 
no car. I would walk there and then I would train and then I walk back. And then I was doing that at least kind of, kind of going, trying to keep the rhythm. And then I got bit by the dog and then that just kind of threw off my mojo. So now for me to go back again, when really I should have quit because that's the majority. 1% of all people in the world will only run a marathon in their whole life or in their whole lifetime. And I've already done 59, so you already know I'm not the average person. And my long-term goal is to receive my black belt. I don't care if I'm 70 years old, 60, 80, I'm gonna just keep going. It's something that I enjoy. And that's what I'm saying, just keep finding something that you enjoy. It could be walking, it could be frisbee golf, something that's gonna get your heart rate up a little bit, get started, anything. And then after that, you can explore more and more, learn. And that's why I try to bring on different guests from kettlebell to Olympians, to pro golfer, to martial artists, to boxers. That way you can kind of learn a little bit from all of them. Even if that's not your sport, I recommend you listen to them for their knowledge, their training method, the adversity that they had to go through. It, it could be very inspirational and motivational. And sometimes you may not hear something that you need to hear at that time in your life, because let's say if all you do is follow runners and you, all you do is follow runners and you won't learn something that you need that maybe could help prevent an injury. Because let's say, for example, if all you do is follow runners and then you start following a couple strength and conditioning coaches or start reading about that, now you're going to have more strength to go with that running and vice versa. So to me, it's all, it's all applicable. And then majority, let's be honest, as much as I would love to encourage everybody to say, hey, yeah, you can make the NFL, you can make the NBA. Majority of people will not become pro. I have the statistics somewhere of how difficult and how very few people make it to the pro leagues. But that doesn't mean you should give up on making a career out of sports or some physical activity if that's what you enjoy. You know, we can't all be players and trying to bring people from maybe sports lawyers to strength and conditioning coaches for basketball teams. It, it's endless. It's not just working at a gym or becoming a PE teacher, which there's nothing wrong with that, but there's more than what you think. And that's what I'm just trying to encourage. Explore the different options that you could. I mean, there's so much money to be made in like selling some sort of physical item, you know, like some sort of fitness gadget. If you're smart enough to produce and everything else, there's plenty of money. Also, there's a lot of bad gadgets as well. Pretty much they all say, give us 90 days and you're going to get this. And I say pretty much do anything for 90 days and you're going to get some sort of results. Thank you everybody for joining as we just kind of talked about whatever anybody wanted to talk about. That was just my short kind of recap of what I plan to do next. Like I said, there's nothing in stone. Sure to follow me here on Fireside and you will be updated of what is next, competitions. And of course, there's a lot of new shows coming up. So just changing the format a little bit, we're gonna be doing some in-person podcasts and changing up some things. Keep going with what we have already. Oh, another show that I do have coming up because I know as far as a podcast, you guys love it when I talk about music and I am the type of person who I want to give the people what they want. So I do have a few shows about music coming up. One of them is we're going to talk about Spanish music for working out. Do you use Spanish music? What type of Spanish music do you like to work out to? 
And right now it's really, really popular. Um, at least a couple artists from Mexico. And I don't think they've ever had one in the top 10 billboards. Right now they have like three songs. So I thought it'd be a great time just to touch on music. I know I love to work out to music. And I also don't like to work out to music. Just all depends. Remember, when in doubt, work out, stay active, keep working out. If you like my show, if you like the content, be sure to share it. And don't forget to follow me and join me on May 23rd, 11 in the morning with Dean Carnassus. And I'll be giving away this book. I'll personally mail it out to you. Just the best chance of winning it is to be here in the audience. Thank you for joining Coach Ray Z, Athletic Definition, everybody in the audience. Episode 192, I'm out.